0: This is Tim Cromer, former head football coach at Christiansburg High School, and it's crunch time.
1: Believe with all your heart.
2: Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four
3: quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going
4: to dance.
3: From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York.
5: Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Week 11 in the books. Last week of the regular season, last night, wow, we had some really good games. I'm telling you, we knew we were going to have some good games, and they did not disappoint. Um, You know, some, and, you know, some seasons ending uh, magic, including, and I'm going to talk about it here in a minute, a legendary coach's tenure is ending. Oh, yeah. He's going to be hanging it up, hanging up the whistle. We're going to talk a little bit about that later. Games we were at, the Crunch was at last night, LCA-JF. Wow. LCA-Jefferson Forest uh, in Lynchburg, that was a good one. Cave Spring-Pulaski County, that mm-hmm. was my game. That also was a really good game. Went right down to the wire. Um, we had Narrows at uh, Bath County, a good game there. Uh, Jimmy was at uh, Hidden Valley PH.
6: Yes, good game, uh, senior night
5: for Hidden Valley. Uh, Mike and uh, TJ were over at Giles Fort Chiswell. right. Out in the valley, so good games all the way around. Hey, uh, before we get started here, I want to make sure I mention right at the opening, uh, one of our sponsors, Virginia Western Community College. Big update uh, today is senior Saturday and junior preview over at Virginia Western, it's 10 to 2, so it's starting right now. Uh, they got campus tours, information about programs, student resources. Uh, assistants, uh, They'll have the whole crew over there. Get over there if you're interested in going to Virginia Western Community College. You're just checking it out. Get over there. Uh, they've got the CCAP applications, which pretty cool. If you qualify, you can uh, you can get uh, your college start for free. Uh, faculty will be on hand again, ten to two, starting right now. Yeah, uh, they'll be on hand to answer questions about programs as well as giving classroom demonstrations. Uh, no appointments or registration necessary. I just come to the top floor of the Student Life Building. Again, today, 10 to 2. Freshmen and sophomores are welcome, too. It's never too early
6: to start planning for the future. Carl, the campus looks great. I was just there on Wednesday. And also, a quick shout out to Virginia Western with the new signage that they have out there, some of the electronic billboard, which really looks great. And uh, trust me, uh, it'll be a great visit to get in there today. And Um, a great way to get your college started.
5: Yeah, CCAP applications are now open to high school seniors. Uh, The CCAP uh, scholarships cover the cost of tuition for two years at Virginia Western for eligible high school students in our service area. Uh, The application closes February 1st, 2024. So don't delay, uh, submit today. How do you like that? I
6: like it, I like it.
5: Rhyme there. High school seniors interested in applying for fall 2024. CCAP scholarships can attend an informal session in person or via Zoom. Uh, The email is ccap at virginiawestern.edu or visit www.virginiawestern.edu forward slash ccap forward slash for more information. So,
6: Carl, it's a great way to get in there and get your core classes. And uh, it's it's a great opportunity. So I hope uh, folks will take advantage of going by there today.
5: Yeah, Virginia Western Community College is a good sponsor of Crunch. We wanted to make sure we got that message out. Again, it's going on right now, 10 to 2. If you're a senior, a junior, even a freshman or sophomore, head on over there and check it out. See what it's all about. It may be the right fit for you. All right, much more today. You're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school sports radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. We love high school sports. Two hours today, and we need it. Uh, Don't forget, a lot of volleyball going on, Jimmy. You're, You're checking out the volleyball around the area um what what have you seen?
6: Big shout out to uh, Hidden Valley for continuing their winning ways uh with a with a great win over Tunstall, but I will tell you it's setting up a, a quite a showdown this coming Tuesday between uh Hidden Valley and Christiansburg and Christiansburg got by uh Lord Botetot recently, I, I think on Thursday, so it sets up a great rematch uh for the regional finals which will be on Tuesday at Hidden Valley. Uh, so that's uh, been, been been interesting to watch.
5: And Christiansburg's the only one that's really given Hidden Valley any fits.
6: Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, their their first meeting, they uh, they actually beat you know Hidden Valley one game, which I know that may not sound like, but a, a lot but a lot of teams haven't beat Hidden Valley at all. Uh, so they did. The last uh, meeting was for the River Ridge District Championship, which they beat. Uh, Christiansburg in three straight games, however, they went to, you know, one game went to 30-28, 27-25, to uh, that kind of scoring, so um, it, it ought to be a great a, a great game this Tuesday between some two powerhouses in the River Ridge District.
5: Yeah, so get out and check out volleyball. I mean, it, we got a lot of great sports going on. I got a lot of great athletes in the area, but uh, give the girls some love out there. Go check out uh, volleyball around the area, so Appreciate that update, Jimmy. Um, also, you know, we cover other fall sports. We cover golf. We cover um, cross country. Those things are done. We, competition
6: cheer still going on. Actually, today is the uh, state championships for competition cheer at VCU. So they'll be there going through that. So I think locally we still have Cave Spring. I think we still have Lord Botetot, uh still going. So good luck to those uh, men and women. And Glenver's still alive. In competition cheer, they may be, yeah. Dave that's Ross why is... it's always good to have other voices in the studio to give more knowledge that, that's always needed. Absolutely.
5: Very good. All right, so uh, let me set the studio with me today. Uh, again, Coach Randy's still on the men. We, we're we uh, hoping uh, Coach Randy's healing up, and he'll be back with us next week. But we welcome Captain Morgan. Over in the catbird seats.
6: Yeah, Randy, orthodic. I just spoke with Randy on the phone, and uh, he gave me permission to run this board like he does. I have full control. Oh, we were hoping for better. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. it starts. It starts. Next to him, the one, the only, Dave, the boss, Ross. Uh, Dave and his film crew were at the Lord Botetot Franklin County game last night, and Dave has a special guest in the studio with him today.
7: Yes, I do. One of the uh, folks who is involved with our telecast each week, Emery White, is with me. And I do want to, before uh, I get Emery to say something, I want to mention the others who are part of this team. Great. Paige Ordway, Ethan Hoffman, Taylor Kitts, D'Angelo Ramos, John Grider, Cody Spicer... And uh, Kevin Plaster is the teacher coordinator for the whole uh, setup. So that gives you an idea of the folks that are involved with our telecast.
5: I tell you, they do a great job. We really appreciate uh, the great work that they do. It's, it's amazing to me that they're, they're just young high schoolers and how talented they are. I'm, I'm staring at uh, Emory right now. Emory, uh, real quick, uh, tell me, uh, how much fun is it to, to be on that crew?
8: You know, as much as I hate to say it, it's been a pleasure so far to work with Dave Ross.
5: Uh, (laughs) Wow, he fits right in.
8: (laughs) He's been great so far. Uh, The games have been going really well, I feel. There's been a couple of rough ones, cold, but hey, it is what it is. I've enjoyed it. I know everybody else has.
5: Well, I tell you, when I watch the games afterwards, you know, a lot of times you're at a game I'm not at. it. It looks like ESPN's doing it. Got a couple cameras, zoom in, I mean, get to the sidelines. Uh, I mean, it's really, a. it's really, a. if you haven't seen the games, they're on our website, crunchhsports.com. Get out there and check them out. We, we have them all up on the homepage. Uh, we'll have the the newest one up at 3 o'clock today. But these guys do a great job. And uh, so you guys have to coordinate with each other. I mean, obviously, you're talking on headsets. And um, how hard is that? Um.
8: The first few games it was pretty difficult, but I think as we, you know, kept on doing it, we've gotten a pretty good connection with everybody. Uh Paige, the main director, she's been doing a really good job. She kinda keeps us in her place, sadly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> sort of like Dave. Wow, a lot of a lot of supervision in that group, I tell you. Uh well, we're gonna have Emory hang around with us hopefully for the whole show and uh We'll let him chime in from time to time. It's great to have a young person's perspective on high school sports in the area, and and uh, really appreciate uh, Emery being in here with us. He uh, uh, he looks like he's uh, destined for a great career. I hope he stays in the industry because uh, you know obviously he's got the wit. He's already he's already got Dave a couple times this morning, so we like to <laughs> we like that. All right, next uh, uh, Emery and Dave, uh, Mr. Jimmy Thing himself, our photo expert. If, if you haven't been to CrunchMVP.com lately, uh, you haven't been there because um, he's putting up new uh, photos all the time. How you doing, Jimmy?
6: Doing good, Carl. Great to uh, have Emory in the studio, and he's fitting right in. He's, uh, he's joking with us, which is always a sign of endearment to the person that we're joking about. So it just goes to show how much we all love Dave the Boss. So great to have Emory White in with us this morning. Yeah,
5: excellent. Um, And again, crunchmvp.com. Get out there, check out the photos. Uh, It's not just our area teams. It's uh, the the teams that our area teams play. Uh, It's not just football. It's a lot of different sports. It's really uh, quite uh, entertaining to go out and look at the shots. We've got a lot of different photographers shooting a lot of different ways. We do. (laughs) We do. Much to Jimmy's chagrin sometimes.
6: It's great. Everybody has a different style and... The great thing about the photos is obviously Carl and I can't be at every game. So we're very fortunate to have uh, photographers such as TJ Whitten, Dave Anderson. We even had my son Graham uh, that come out and fill in at times. So it's it's a great, great thing to have them part of the Crunch team. Fantastic. All right.
5: Uh, I want to thank all you folks out there, our listeners, and and maybe uh, some of you just checking in for the first time. Without you, there'd be no show. We really appreciate uh, you listening in uh, each Saturday morning, ten o'clock, um, and then again, much love to our this year's crunch time our radio sponsors. We've got a bunch of them.
6: We do, yeah.
5: I uh, love that the the support there. Um, you know, we've got Virginia Furniture Market, Haley Toyota, Pittman Construction, the Salem Civic Center, Boys and Girls Club of Southwest Virginia, Custard Stand Chili, one of my favorites. Uh, Twenty years uh, around uh, custard stand chili. Nice uh, ginger's jewelry. Ginger does a great job. Unarius uh, Berman Clark over there. The Miris Group. Virginia Western Community College. Again, right now ten to two. Get over to Virginia Western Community College if you're a senior, junior, freshman, or sophomore. They're 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 giving tours and they're they're showing their wares over there. So head over. Uh, you know, put your headset on, though, so you can hear the show, but head <laughs> over and <laughs> and check out Virginia Western Community College right now.
6: A little multitasking. There you go. Yeah, yeah you got to go. learn to do it.
5: Bellasinos?
6: Yep. 20 years. 20 years, thanks to uh, the Fortner family for um, the sponsoring of the Jimmy thing, as well as being a great place to go pick up the Crunch High School Football Weekly.
5: Absolutely. A Dogwood uh, restaurant over in Venton, one of our favorites. Tater Benson. MKB Realtor, you know, if you're looking for a house or looking to sell a house, start with Tater. He's your guy. Uh, Boxley, Southern Air, uh, Bugman, Chris Neininger and his group over there, and Gangi, his mom. Yep, they
6: had big news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had big news come up with uh, the assigning of Mister Noah Nininger, who is going to go play at Virginia Tech. So that's big, great news for them, and congratulations to the whole family.
5: So Noah Neininger is a wrestler at Stanton river, uh, has agreed to, to go over and wrestle with Virginia. We love that. Cause he'll be close by. He's a great wrestler, fine young man, and we'll get to see him more because he's at Virginia tech because he's closer. So, uh, good for him and, and good call out there, Jimmy. Uh, also crawl space. And then the Kip Neininger sports foundation, uh, that Kip Neininger sports foundation is something special to us. Kip Neininger was a great, great young man. And, and they, put this out there in his honor and it just keeps giving back to the kids. So we really appreciate that. Um, all right. Uh, treat today for all you Pulaski County Cougar fans here in a few minutes, we're going to have coach Cam Akers with us live. Uh, they got the big win over cave spring last night and, uh, really appreciate him coming on. So you need to stay with us. Uh, week 11 saw the old guard standing firm. Uh, again, the team's, uh, that we thought uh, would, would come out on top. Many, many times do, and, and that happened last night. Uh, again, our crew last night, Jefferson Forest at LCA was one of our games. I was at the Cave Spring-Pulaski County game. And Fort Chiswell at Giles, we had Mike the Machine Dermont coming out of brief retirement to, to handle that story. And T.J. Witten over there uh, on the camera. So looking forward to what they produce for the Crunch this week. And then let's take a quick look at our state champions from last year. I like to keep up with these guys because they're going to be, you know, they're good again this year, and you might see them in that title game again. Uh, in, in D6, Division 6, Freedom 9-0, beat uh, Michael the Archangel uh, 65-20. Yeah, uh, Freedom's number three in the state. Highland Springs in 5A, number two in the state, 30-13 to winner over Hanover. Dinwiddie, 7-3, and 49-28 over Matoka. Phoebus nine and zero, uh, number one in the state, seventy-seven to nothing over Denby. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Graham eight and one, number five, forty-three and forty-three and uh, or forty-three to nothing over Richlands, and then Riverheads eight and one, number four over John Hamby. Nice. <coughs> and then last one, Maury nine and zero, number one in the state, sixty-two to nothing over
6: Granby. Yeah, Carl. It's always great to. Uh, to go back and look at what the previous uh, state champions are doing. And uh, it reminds me I, I, that Phoebus, you know, I keep thinking of them as being 3A, but they're actually moved to 4A. So that's that's going to cause some trouble for those 4A uh, programs with Phoebus entering that market now. And and I'll also say, I know we gave a quick uh, shout-out to uh, uh, TMAC, but uh, Mike Dermont, he uh, was kind enough to come out and uh, go cover the Giles-Fort Chisel game. So um, if you remember Mike, he did a, most of the writing for for different variations of uh, New River Valley, Roanoke, or or uh, the Lynchburg. Lynchburg area. So it's going to be nice to see Mike's touch again come back and uh, see how he puts his um, wordcraft into the story. So he, Mike always makes me smile.
5: Absolutely. All right, let me touch on college football a little bit. I'm getting choked up today. Virginia Tech at Louisville today at 3.30. Georgia Tech at UVA, 2 p.m. Louisiana Tech at Liberty at 6 p.m. JMU at Georgia State, 3.30 p.m. Coastal at ODU, 3.30 p.m. uh, William & Mary at Albany, 1 p.m. And Elon at Richmond, 2 p.m. Also, big players around the country. Number three, Ohio State at Rutgers. Kansas State at number seven, Texas. 14, Missouri at number one, uh, Georgia. That'll be a good one. Number five, Washington at 24, USC. And number 13, uh, LSU at number eight, Alabama. So all good games there. Um, All right, so let's, uh, let's circle the wagons here. We normally sit around the campfire, so to speak, and talk about what caught our eye. Uh, Dave, your crew is at uh, Bodotop Franklin County. What uh you and Emory, what caught your eye at your game last night?
7: Well, <laughs> I tell you a young man that had a heck of a night there was uh Zion Woody. He he <clears throat> ran very very well and Jakari nicely got injured. Ooh, mm-hmm. and okay. was out and I don't know how serious that injury is. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't moving at full speed against Northside the week prior. So that's interesting. Okay. So anyway, uh, that was the key. And the main thing is they have a tremendous offensive and defensive line. Mm, you say that like you mean it, Dave. I do. And I do want to say this because uh, I want to give some credit to Star Tag and Label, by Rider, Carl Ford, none other than Lineberger with my good friend Sam Lineberger, Sports Haven and Okies. They help us on our high school football game.
6: That is a great crew that you just mentioned, especially uh, I'm fond of Mr. Carl Ford, who happens to live one door down from me. So. Shout out to Carl Ford as well and also
7: quite a chain man for the Hidden Valley Titans. He's a chain gang and he has good experience at that. That he does just (laughs) never mind. That he does.
5: I like Mr. Ford's choice of a first name,
7: too. Yeah, Carl's very strong.
6: (coughs) Something about it though sounds odd to me. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Yeah, It's a very common, you know, a lot of people
5: chose that name. So all right, Jimmy Thang, you got you were at the Patrick Henry Hidden Valley game. Uh, score kind of got away there. Patrick Henry put it on Hidden Valley. What, what stood out at your
6: game? Well, what stood out to me was, uh, you know, getting to, for it to be senior night and, um, you know, getting to see all the football players, the cheerleaders, the band that were, they were honoring all those that, you know, would, would be playing or participating possibly in their last football game. So it was a, a good evening. Of course, you know, PH was way too strong for Hidden Valley. And um, you know, which was indicative of this from the kickoff because the kickoff was taken back for a touchdown, uh, by pH. So it's, uh, you know, was a tough game for, for Hidden Valley and, uh, pH got some rest because I think most of their starters were out, you know, uh, resting up, which kind of goes back to our question we had last week. Um. He, they, that you know, a lot of the the second string players or players that don't get as much time came in and still performed well against Hidden Valley. But um, it was a it was a tough night for Hidden Valley, but and a tough season. But uh, it was good to be able to be there for Senior Night.
5: Absolutely, good call out there. Uh, LCA and Jefferson Forest uh, prepping for the playoffs. That game, again seven to seven at halftime. Really a good game. Then LCA put uh, put. Gideon Davidson into gear and, and kind of pulled away from uh, from the Cavaliers of Jefferson Force, but uh, again that one jumped out at me. Landon Clark committing to Elon this week, uh, you know the the quarterback at Radford. That was uh, uh, an interesting, uh, you know I'm I'm not sure I, I expected uh, Landon to commit to Elon, but good school and and we wish him the best there. Jimmy Minson mentioned mentioned uh, Noah Neininger, uh the Stanton River wrestling. Uh, phenom there, committing to Virginia Tech, and then um, James Carpenter at uh, JMU uh, is in the. He's a nominee for the Burlsworth Trophy, which is a trophy for a walk on nice. in college. The place. So, uh, James Carpenter uh, at JMU uh, defensive tackles really had a great career there, and and he hails from uh, Rona Catholic. So, um, really uh, proud of him. And then I, I want to throw in here. Now he wouldn't want me to, but. Um, Bob Price at uh, Roanoke Catholic, talking about Catholic. He has decided to uh, to step down and and uh, let the younger folks take over the reins there at Roanoke Catholic. What a great storied career he yes. he's had, and we uh, we wish uh, Coach Price all the best. He's really impacted a lot of young people, and uh, just uh, just a fine gentleman who's really. Uh, Really loved on our kids and, and taking care of our young people in the area. So we wish him all the best. In the yeah, time.
6: it'll be odd not to see him on the sidelines. So, you know, he's such a fixture uh, here in the Roanoke Valley, especially for Roanoke Catholic. And uh, we had the pleasure to uh, get to cover, you know, their state championship wins that they had. And, you know, but I think the great thing about Coach Price is, um, you know, he settled, he didn't say a whole lot when they won. And he, he didn't say a whole lot when they lost either. I mean, you know, he was, but, you know, he was, uh, he, he always seemed to say the right thing. I mean, when they're having, they, they not had the greatest season this year, but he always said that it's a young team, they're working hard, they're learning. And, you know, he always put a positive spin, which is a great thing for a coach to do, especially to uh, athletes that, you know, may be having a tough season. So big shout out and congratulations to him and, and a loss to Roanoke Catholic that he'll be, you know, stepping away.
5: Yeah, we uh, we really appreciate all he's done. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Pulaski County coach, Cam Akers, on the line with us. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY.
3: What's the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bug Man. The official name, Haleomorpha halos, commonly known as the brown stink bug, arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out...
4: P.U. Something stinks.
3: If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200.
5: At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers.
2: Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jay Harlow today at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future results. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. At Virginia Western,
9: we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future.
5: Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. I'm back here at uh, Crunch Time with uh, Pulaski County Head Coach Cam Akers on the line with us. Coach, how you doing this morning? Good, man. How are you guys? Uh, We're doing great. I tell you, what a game last night. That happened to be the game I was at, and, uh, uh, you know, either team could have won it. It was really a tough battle, went back and forth. That River Ridge district is awfully tough. Uh, You guys, I
10: Certainly, gauntlet, man. You know, case brains. Case Springs, tough physical opponent. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a tough
5: football game. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I think you guys ended up four and six, but you made the playoffs. Uh, and I tell you what, uh, as good as you played last night, I wouldn't want to draw you. You guys can uh, can go far, and uh, uh, we're hoping for a special uh, postseason for you guys. But like you said, you know, Bata Tots, uh, uh, you know, in in the. In the River Ridge, you got Botetot, who's number eleven in the state in three A. You uh, you guys lost to Princeton, who I think's number three in Triple A in West Virginia. Christiansburg yeah. just recently dropped out of the out of the top ten uh, with some injuries, but they're they're playing tough. Patrick Henry's four and five A. Salem's uh, seven and four A. And Graham is five and two A. So. Um, I tell you, I don't. I don't know who's making the schedule over there at Pulaski County, but uh...
10: <laughs> No, we we certainly went to, uh You know, after we got you know past week one, we ended up with a stretch of games there. We went botatot, went up there and played a you know obviously a good top team. Went and played Princeton, a good Princeton team, and then you know it just kind of kept firing. I mean, you know, we Christiansburg, you know, PH and Salem, and um, man, I mean, a lot, a lot of good ball teams on, on our schedule. So. Just to be able to win last night, get that win against Cave. You know, our kids—you know—have worked their tail off. They've been unbelievably resilient through through the entire season, and it was just a good one for our seniors
5: last time they were going to be able to play in the J. Dotson Stadium. So, absolutely, that's a special place to play. You know, with uh, Joel Hicks' name up on the stadium, and just that story tradition there. Um, your line did a good job last night. You know, everybody that plays Cape Springs got a got to figure out ha- how to handle big Preston Lonker for for the Knights in the middle Look, awesome player yes sir yeah you guys double teamed him a lot but uh i noticed you ran right at him a bunch uh you know talk about your your strategy on the line your your line really held up man i
10: mean which we hang our hat on those guys you know uh, you know that's that's you know i'm their football coach but that's the position i coach so um You know, we take a lot of pride in in what we do there. We spend a lot of time with it. Um, You know, our kids beat and bang underneath those uh, those trap shoots up there on on our practice field. um, You know, we we feel like that's, you know, a point of emphasis for us, especially with the offense we run. We have to be able to create uh, movement at the point of attack and dent the line of scrimmage. And uh, so, you know, I I think our kids have responded to that. Our offensive line is is a group that – you know, they like putting weight on their hand and coming off the ball. And, uh, you know, they, you know, which, you know, last night was a good night for those guys. But, you know, we've had nights where we, we haven't had good nights. So, right. I mean, they've, uh, you know, they, they've been a group that's, you know, they've developed throughout the year. And, you know, they, they will continue to work work on that area and, and to improve and, and, and find ways we can get better with that offense line.
5: You know, Trevor Gallum, we're a big 22 for you. He's a hard-nosed kid. When you guys need a yard, he gets it, and he is a hammer out there. Uh, he had a big night last night. Uh, Chase Lawrence uh, made a big second-half yes, hey. run on a sweep um, for you yeah, that, yeah. that got you a touchdown, a go-ahead touchdown in the third quarter. And I noticed on that, you know, you got a great wide receiver block out there that really sprung him uh, to go all the way
10: yeah i mean perimeter we're option offense though perimeter blocking is a point of emphasis for us and uh you know we tell those guys that how you know just by them giving us a two-way go on the perimeter and and doing the right things and breaking down striking like the cobra and stalk block is what we call it yeah uh it allows for the big play to happen in an option offense so we were actually running um You know a a triple option play when that ball was pitched and uh and we you know we were able to get the ball on the perimeter and and it had had a good little switch block out there and we're able to to hold it long enough to get by those guys and that's not always easy i think anybody that's ever coached uh football knows the hardest blocks are the ones in space yes Uh, more, more grasp between you know an offensive player and a defensive player is
7: is more room for error so um you know, it, it was good to
10: it was good to see those guys hold those blocks and Chase is a very dynamic young man and you know, you see he plays everywhere on the field. He's a short snapper, he's a long snapper, he uh, he's on kickoff and the kid doesn't come off the field. He plays safety for for on defense. He ended up with a pick last night on defense yep. and turtle and scored on, on offense. And he's just it went up. We had that. We had a big pass play come back, but he went up high, and pointed the ball, uh, which which was going to get us up to about midfield. But we had a holding penalty there, so um, no, he, he's a, he's a, he's a great young man. Trevor Gallimore, same way, man. He's he's a hard nosed downhill kid. I mean, he runs with his shoulders over his knees. Just he, he's a, he's a joy to be able to to work with.
5: Absolutely, your quarterback, uh, Bryant Nottingham, did a great job on offense and defense. You know, he drew. Uh, the assignment of of you know trying to handle uh, Owen Sweeney out there, who's a really good wide receiver for Cave Spring, and oh, man.
10: he's a he's a tough one, man. <laughs>
5: yeah, he catches everything, and then he he runs with it after he gets it. But I I thought Nottingham did a pretty good job on him.
10: Yeah, yeah, Brian, you know, Brian's a sophomore for us, and, and he stepped into a pretty big role. Uh, obviously, taking the role of being an option quarterback for us, and then you know uh, he, he was out there and have and having to cover Owen last night. Uh, who is just? Uh, I mean, that that kid is, uh, you know, he, he's a scary kid when he gets the ball. Man, he can stretch the field real well. And um, but now I was I was real proud of, of Brian. He was able to stay in phase uh, for most of the game, and I mean he just had a lot you I mean a lot of mental toughness to be a, a sophomore in high school.
5: Absolutely. And Tyler Underwood uh, got a big sack at the end of the game. Your senior linebacker out there. I uh, got a couple big sacks. Uh, you know, just uh, again, one of those Pulaski County Cougar kids that just uh, never quits. Uh, has a motor that's always running. Talk about your senior there,
10: man. I'll tell you, Tyler is he's, he's such a great vocal leader and and lead. He also leads by example in our program. Uh, a lot, our younger guys and our older guys, they look to him as as our team leader. Uh, Tyler is, is the kid who's he's started inside linebacker for us for three years. Man, he knows the ins and outs of what we do defensively. He knows it like a coach does. Um, he's a kid we trust, and, and, he, and he's a Blast County boy. You know, he's, he's born here, his family's from here, and, and uh, for him to get that win and for all those seniors to be able to win uh, last night was, was big for those guys. I mean, I, I'm biased because I'm, I'm from here, but I, I think that, you know, uh, being able to walk off that specific field uh, is special when you when you can walk on off of it your last time with a win. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, I mean I, I'll tell you, Tyler is Tyler's gonna be, he's gonna be a senior. We're gonna miss. Yep. And we're, we're gonna do our best uh, to continue to uh, you know work through the playoffs and, and prolong that process as long as we can.
5: Absolutely. Now, in your game last night, an interesting thing happened, which you don't always see, and, and I credit Coach Shepard. They let you score right. with about two minutes. It was weird because, I mean, it was a hard-hitting game. All of a sudden, nobody tackled Gallimore, and he he went 30 yards into the end zone. And the idea, obviously, was the only way they really had a chance to catch you is to let you score, try to hold you, and keep you from... Getting a two point conversion, get the ball back and see if they could tie it. Um, so, what did you tell your kids? I mean, obviously, uh, I'm sure you well, told them that, you know, they let you score.
10: We had the timeout. My defense coordinator came up to me and he, you know, he'd done the math on the clock and he said, Coach, we just need to be able to burn seven seconds here. Um,
5: and then we can knee it out. Huh. Uh, and, uh, well,
10: man, you know, I, Looking back, and I guess you know, this is a learned experience for me. I wish I would have told Trevor, man, you know, get down.
5: Yeah, yeah.
10: Um, and love his heart, man. That's just that's not something that we had told him uh, when when Cave took the timeout, and we ended up uh, ended up running in the end zone, and uh, you know, it wasn't his fault. It was our fault, and it was a great call by Cave to to make that move, and then it put us in a situation where. We we you know, we had to kick off to him, which we tried to squib it and then our, our kicker missed and yeah. it ended up looking like an onside kick. Um, which it wasn't intended to be. But um uh but then the defense came out, man, was able to, you know, do what they needed to do to, to win the game and, and get our offense back out there to take a knee. But uh, you know, I told her I said, Man, we have really found a way to make this thing
9: stressful. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh,
10: so but now those you know, that was just the way it kinda of turned out and you uh, know that's a that's a learned experience for me as a coach, certainly. That's something that we will add into our Thursday practice from now on. And, yeah. that, that you know, we always do our Thursday practices, we do what we call bench drill and it's uh it's a situational it's it's twenty minutes of situational football. And uh that, I told our staff I said, man, we gotta add that one in because uh <laughs> You know, I don't think any of us expected it. and I thought it was a great call by Cave. I mean, they were very smart uh, with it, Coach Shepard. And that staff—they do a great job. Uh, so it ended up, but you know, it ended up working out for us. We were happy to get the win.
5: Yeah, so hard to tell a, a kid who's run hard all night long to not score, to go down and take a knee at the five-yard line or something to run more clock. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you call the dogs off there, but that—that's an interesting issue to have. Hey, uh, we're projecting right now Pulaski County in the playoffs against William Byrd. William Byrd's been really good all year long. Um, what do you think, uh, just off the top of your head, with that if that matchup happens?
10: You know, we just got to the point where we've traded film this morning with them. I yeah. so you know, haven't taken a, a real hard look. We've got some, we've seen some film on them. And man, I think those guys, have, you know, clearly uh, Coach Lutz is He's, you know, he's hung in there with those guys, and he's got a good football team right now, and uh, they seem to be playing hard and playing together, and you know, I think they're physical uh, from the film that I've seen on them. Uh, so we're going to have our hands full, man. Uh, but I'm, we're just excited for the opportunity to get out there and compete with.
5: Them. Absolutely, he is Pulaski County Cougar head football coach Cam Akers. Coach, thanks so much for your time today. Good luck in the playoffs.
10: Thanks, Carl. Appreciate you.
5: All right. Wow, I tell you, I I love that strike like a pipe or what do you say? Strike like a uh, cobra, strike like a cobra. I mean that that out, Ooh, out
6: that's yeah that's scary. that outside
5: blocking. Uh, but uh, Cam Coach Cam Akers, I mean he's a Pulaski County guy, uh, and he's glad to be home and he's doing a good job there. Tough loss for K Spring. I mean they were heartbroken. They really wanted it too, but it came down to the wire and. Um, They respectfully shook hands at the end, and and, uh, it was just
6: a good game to watch. Hey, Carl, going back to uh, one of the comments about, and not being at the game, I wasn't aware that they, you know, Cave made that call to let them score. And it reminded me, and if I'm remembering correctly, uh, the Giants, uh, Shaquan Barkley, Mm -hmm. he had the same scenario where he was supposed to go all the way down but not go in the end zone. And even a kid, you know, here he is, a pro football player. He couldn't stop himself. He went straight in for the score, which, um, you know, was exactly what they wanted to happen. But that's pretty—that's pretty good shout-out, you know, from coach to coach about the strategy that was used by Cave to to get to that point.
5: One thing I like about Hunter Shepard, you know, he's young. It's his first year coaching. But he's got a uh, old coach's head on his shoulders. I mean, he... He gets situations, he gets, uh, he is one of the best communicators to kids on the field during the game, uh, talking to them about correcting steps, Mm -hmm. correcting uh, plays uh, going forward. And he's just well ahead of his time, really enjoy watching both those young coaches coach out there. All right, we're going to get to scores right now. Jimmy's going to run through the scores. Um, and let's uh, let's go ahead and give a recap there, Jimmy.
6: And so here we are for week eleven. It was Smith Mountain Lake forty-two, Isles of Weight zero, Meadow Bridge thirty, Craig County fourteen, Narrows forty-seven, Bath County nineteen. How about that? Yeah, big that that was a big that was. I even had to pause when I looked at it to see that the score was so lopsided. Uh, Grayson County twenty-eight, Galax fourteen. Giles 36, Fort Chiswell 22, Patrick County 43, James River 0, Gretna 25, William Campbell 21, Chatham 34, Alta Vista 28, Glenver 49, Carroll County 7, Pulaski County 27, Cave Spring 20, William Byrd 35, Northside 22, Allegheny 61, Floyd County 18. Heritage 32, Brookville 8, Liberty Christian Academy 35, Jefferson Forest 14, E.C. Glass 43, Rustburg 34, Amherst County 49, Liberty Bedford 6, Salem gets a forfeit over Blacksburg, Lord Botetop 48, Franklin County 13, Patrick Henry 59, Hidden Valley 0, George Wythe 56, Auburn 7, William Fleming, 28, Stanton River, 0. And a Monday night game was Eastern Montgomery, 46, Twin Valley, 20. And there you have it for week 11.
5: How about that? Did you mentioned North Cross 49 to nothing over Potomac School? I did
6: not. Yeah, that-, that moves them into... Um, is that a playoff type situation?
5: Well, I mean, they're already in the, they're, Correct. they're going to the playoffs. They start the playoffs next week, but, um, no, uh, that, that game was added. North Cross was supposed to play run at Catholic and they decided not to play. Run at Catholic was off this week. Their, their season I think is over. Radford and Christiansburg were also off this week. So just a few, uh, few recaps there. All right. I want to talk about uh, the Salem civic center. One of our sponsors, uh, um, a lot going on over there. November 11th, we got the 2023 C.I.A.A. Football Championship at 3 o'clock. Make sure you get your tickets there. November 22nd, Theory of a Dead Man and Skillet. Rock Resurrection Tour. Uh, I bet Emory knows all about them. He, you know, we yeah. Some of these bands were like, who's that? But no, I've, I've heard of uh, Theory of a Dead Man and Skillet. Uh, that'll be a good uh, concert. November 24th, Roanoke Valley Mineral and Gym Show. And then December 1st, we got... Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, Holiday Pops, that's always a great show uh, there. So make sure you get over to the Salem Civic Center, get to the box office, get your tickets, get all set up for that. Uh, another sponsor, Ginger's Jewelry. Uh, Ginger just does a great job. They won Best in Roanoke Platinum Award, Best Local Jewelry Store. People is their secret sauce. Long history of support, trust, and just a, a wonderful community supporter. Uh, if you're if you're gonna make an important purchase with jewelry, uh, you know, engagement ring, wedding ring, necklace, uh, whatever, start with ginger. Um, and and they do a good job with family heirlooms, cleaning them up, uh, fixing them. Uh, precious jewelry. just uh, just a great group over there with uh, with Ginger's jewelry. Um, and uh, you know she's the one that 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 I would start with for sure. Um, again, uh, Virginia Western community college, uh, going on right now, 10 to two get over there. They've got some tours. You don't have to register. You don't have to do anything except show up over at Virginia Western community college, uh, right now till two o'clock, a lot going on, uh, over there that, uh, you you need to check out. Um, all right. So we're going to take another, uh, quick break here. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the games last night. Uh, And we're going to actually get to our Legends of the Game coach, uh, Coach Tim Cromer, former Christiansburg coach. We'll we'll get to that as well. But uh, stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than
9: ever.
11: Count on your Miraprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call merri Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with the Group, a private wealth advisory practice of AmeriPrize Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC.
12: Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air Apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air Certified Trade Apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since Forty-six. Apply today at Southern Air online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia.
6: Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasinos, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Belleville and Roanoke. C-I-A-A football is
4: back in Salem. The Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association Football Championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the
2: Salem Civic Center box office or you can get them at the gate on Game Day. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Rondé, football players know a lot about building.
9: Be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day.
2: And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt
9: Deary at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for
2: you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001.
5: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
13: Hey, Berman Clark here from Inares. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more, give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris here to help with all your insurance needs.
5: All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Great show going on today. love hearing from Coach Cam Akers earlier. A good banner back and forth among our group, especially in the break. Mm,
6: Yeah, always. (laughs) Hey, I would say about uh, Coach Akers, you know, he sounded like he could – he's ready to go – like he – I know he's not been not playing for a while, but – he, was, he seems like he could have put on the pads, the helmet, and been right out there playing. He looks like he could. Put. I'm sure. I'm He's sure. He's in
5: good shape. He's yep. in good shape. All right. A few uh, more sponsors I want to get out there. Uh, the Dogwood Restaurant. Love the Dogwood Restaurant in Venton. Uh, like Mom's Cooking in the back. You know, Keith, Puff, Jamie, Jessica, Dave. Carmelita.
6: Carmelita.
5: I'm telling you what, man. She can cook. I love to say her name. That and, and you know if she what high school if she went to Tuscarora if
6: Carmelita was a cheerleader at Tuscarora it would be some kind of story. <laughs>
5: wow, okay, uh, Jimmy loves that I tell you he loves saying that. Uh, but the Dogwood Restaurant just a great place to be, great place to go. It's like it's like Cheers you go and everybody knows your name. I mean everybody's just glad to be there and the food's so great and they're and they're still working on that expansion. It's going to be so nice when that's done. So really appreciate all the support from the Dogwood Restaurant over there, Virginia Furniture Market. Uh, I tell you, another great sponsor. They just—they're uh, fantastic. Uh, have been with us for a long time now. Have a lot of great stores. One in Bedford, one in Christiansburg, and several. Uh, they've even added a couple new stores uh, in the Rocky Mount area. You need to—if you're looking for furniture, you need to get up there and check them out. I like to—I like to look at the furniture. You know, actually. See it live, and, yeah. and they have so much to offer. And uh, Jimmy's got a whole bunch of that furniture in his house. I,
6: I do, but I need to get over there and see that uh, the new store they have. I've not been in that yet. I'd like to go check that out and see what it's all about.
5: There's two new stores up there. I mean, they remodeled the other one, and, and I'm telling you, it, it, it's fantastic. The staff's really great. They do a good job. But go out to VirginiaFurnitureMarket.com. They always have a lot of great deals out there check that out. That's really Coach Randy's thing. He, he, I know. He coach sticks
6: is, up. He's all over. He knows exactly <laughs> who he's going to speak with when he's online and knows her name. So it's, it's great coach and just makes us pause again and, uh, give uh, coach Randy air well wishes that he recovers soon. And, uh, it's the show's not the same without him and, um, good. We're looking forward to having him back.
5: Absolutely, but Captain Morgan's doing a great job over Arr, there.
6: the captain is doing great.
5: <laughs> uh, the Kip Neininger Sports Foundation, again, thanks to all, uh, had their golf tournament in October, early October, uh, raised $60,000, gave out recently their 100th scholarship, uh, over $106,000 to date, just a fantastic job, and the thing that uh, Chris Neininger and, and his mom, Gangie, and the whole group do, they just... Uh, really loving on the kids. It's not just, you know, they're a wrestling family for the most part, but they uh, kids can win it in any sport. Kids can win it without playing a sport. They can win it for academics. Uh, just, uh, just a fantastic job they do there. And then uh, last one, uh, Haley Toyota, Chuck Baker. Uh, I love that Chuck Tober. You know, those Chuck Tober oh, yeah. spots uh, he did last month. Just really a... A great job. Uh, Chuck Baker is uh, so connected in the community. Again, he does so much. And uh, if you're looking for a vehicle, a newer use, you need to start with his crew over
6: at uh, Haley Toyota. And they they have a saying there that always appeals to me. Haley's has it for less. I, I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. All right.
5: So um, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, get to our crunch time legends of the game. Coach uh, brought to you by Haley Toyota. Uh, coach Tim Cromer, former Christiansburg and, and current athletic director there, but the former Christiansburg head coach. Let's hear from uh, Coach Cromer. So were you an assistant for
0: Lindenberg, Coach Lindenburg, Lindenburg? Yep, coach for him for one year, which wow. was awesome. That was a lot of stories I could tell you. And uh, and uh, learned how to delegate from him. Uh, you know, I did a lot. I'm kind of a I was a control, not a control freak, but I think a lot of coaches are that Hands way. Hands on. I'm gonna do it myself and was wearing myself out but Norm was uh, very much a delegator and I learned a lot of that from him but then I was there for one year and Mike decided to resign and it's the only head coaching job I ever wanted so I was blessed to get it oh, that's so awesome. that's kind of so my
5: story there. Norm asked us a little bit later but um, you know when we talk about success on the surface a lot of people when they look at sports, they look at high school they measure success one way mm-hmm. wins and losses but to a man when you talk about it to people and the same thing in business there's a lot of other measurements other than wins and losses. A lot of times, you can look at somebody and maybe they have more losses than wins. But if you really look at, at their body of work and how they impacted their kids or in, in business their employees and how they impacted what they're doing, they're win. They're 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 winning. Right. Um, so how do you how do you define uh, winning? I guess. Well, well first of all. I'm always clear with people. You know, nobody wants to win
0: worse than I do. Sure. All right? But I got some really good advice one time. I was at Middleburg. You know, and we're struggling. My first year, we go 0-10. We didn't get a win until, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, it's helping me with Alex here because he's struggling to start with. We didn't get our first win in my 13th game down there, you know, and you didn't win but 11 games in five years. And, you know, and we had a 5-5 five and five year where we lost three games by less than three points and could have made the playoffs. But, you know, and I was just struggling with that. And Daryl Lauderdale, he used to be, he was the head basketball coach at Chaminade in Hawaii for three or four years. Wow. But he winds up at Middleburg. But he told me, he said, Tim, one thing you got to understand, particularly in high school football, the draft is over and you can't recruit. You know, really, your success is really going to come down lots of times to the quality of your personnel versus the quality of their personnel athletics-wise. So for me, though, I always kind of looked at coaching as a ministry, man. You know, I think if you look at our program, I think if you look at the culture of a program. And, you know, I thought our kids handled themselves with character, I thought we treated them correctly, I thought the parents, one of the, be, you know, one of the things that I was most proud of in my career is I felt like parents could trust their kids with us, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, we got on to them, but but we weren't cussing them, we weren't treating them incorrectly, and I, and we were working our tail off to give them a chance to be successful, and then we were concerned about their character. And we, and we worked, with so I, I felt like, you know, when you looked at us, you know, did we look the part? Were we prepared? How do our kids handle themselves? How do they treat people? The culture of your program, because we can't, we cannot control the personnel that we're dealing with. We just can't do it, you know. And 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 um, that's one of the things that's so cool about high school sports, though, is you know you, you're not recruiting, you're not responsible for those types of things. So what can you do with what you have? You know, our. Uh, motto and it's always been and if I coach again it's teamwork makes the dream work that was our deal and it was just we wanted to make sure that we understood the value of team that we were working together and you know if you're doing those things and I told them I I, I would tell kids this too a lot of people don't realize that if you take football think about it it, it's a 48 minute game Mm -hmm. so over the course of a year okay you're only playing football 40, 480 minutes. Well, how how long is that? I don't want to do the math, but is that how many hours is that? Um, Divide by That's sixty six, minutes. E- yeah, it's only it's only what five or six hours of football. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you doing the rest of the time? I mean, honestly, it's 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 so we're, we we want to win, but you're only playing. And then in that forty-eight minute game, by the time you have timeouts and time between plays, man, you're only playing twenty-four minutes. So you're playing basically two hundred and forty minutes a year. So it's just not a lot of football. So how is the rest of it going? You know, how is practice? You know, how's things going Monday through Friday? How's things going in the off season? I mean, that's that's the process. That's what, I, what a lot of college coaches talk about is the process, the process, and culture, process and culture. Because that's got to be the most important part. If you're putting all your eggs in that 24, I mean, 24 minutes a game and, and that's how you're measuring success, I just think it's difficult. Because... Um, You know, it's just going to change. There's going to be a lot of things you can't control.
5: What position did you play in high school? You played offensive guard. I did. I was uh, I was a running back kind of. Well, it was
0: funny. And I always I love telling. I I think it set me up to coach. But when I was in middle school, I was a quarterback. Then I got to became a freshman. I was I was a quarterback, but I wasn't a good quarterback, and I didn't really like it. So I got out of that. And uh, then I was kind of a running back, tight end. They were trying to find somewhere to fit me, and it just never really worked out on 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 offense and defensively I was a cornerback to kind of transition to an outside linebacker but I remember my senior year we were short on linemen and uh you know coach Cole said you know we, we need somebody to play guard we need some people and i never forget I, I told coach said, man I'll do it you know because my thing was I wanted to play mm-hmm. I knew I could get on the field man and uh thankfully I you know I uh was starting at outside backer, but I thought, man, now I can play the whole game. And I, I said, yeah, plus I want to help the team, all those things. So I remember getting in the car, you know, riding home that day and telling my dad, I was like, hey, Coach Cole, needed, I, I played guard today. He needed a guard. My dad was like, man, it's wherever you want to play. That's awesome. I was, 20, I was number 23 my whole life, loved the number. And I had to change my alignment number. And my uncle was number 75, so I switched. It was just really cool and, and, and played and wound up being a – all district guard and, Wow. And, you know and because I was pull I was a puller I was only 165 pounds so I pulled on a reverse and got some nice blocks on the corner and you know things like that I was able to distinguish myself a little bit in that area and and you know, I down me we double team that nose out on the trap and on the power I pull and lead and just I was able to move and do some of that stuff but I wasn't a devastating blocker but I just enjoyed it.
5: All right, I tell you I love uh, Coach Tim Cromer. I mean I saw him last night. Yeah, uh, Christiansburg was off, and he was at the Pulaski County game. He knows everybody, and really knows. Uh, he really knows uh, high school football. All right, we're going to take a quick break, then come back. Uh, you're listening to Crunch Time on WPOY. Man, oh. yeah, I love, I love when we come back with the bands. Um, the bands, the high school bands. That's just part of that whole pageantry, the whole high school experience. I just. We have so many good bands around
6: the area, you know, Jay? Hey, and speaking of last night, um, you know, it's not always that you get to hear an opera during the band performance, but last night, Hidden Valley uh, brought the old Phantom of the Opera, and as scary as this may sound, Carl, I know some of those songs, <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of hard for me not to sing a little when I was photographing that, now, I that's think, scary. Well, it would have been scary to most people, but... Yeah. It was nice to, uh, to get to hear Hidden Valley and, um, you know, to also get to honor the seniors for the band as well, which they did at halftime. But um, it was a great performance to get to hear uh, them do uh, their take on Phantom of the Opera. So shout out to Hidden Valley and um, uh, the whole crew over there as far as um, and, and, and the band director, uh, Mr. Galleon. So they did a great job last night.
5: Yeah, Halloween was earlier in the week,
6: Jimmy. No so, singing. No yeah. singing. No scaring people. I know yeah. my singing would have scared them. There's no question about that.
5: All right, let's get to the games last night. Uh, LCA thirty-five to fourteen over Jefferson Forest. Um, this one was uh, seven to seven at halftime. Uh, again, just a uh, we knew it was going to be close uh, at least uh, for uh, for part of the time. It was. Um, L.C. added two scores in both the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Of course, the last one came with uh, less than a minute left, so really a little closer than even that score. Um, Gideon Davidson, (laughs) unbelievable. uh, 26 uh, carries, 175 yards, three TDs. For Jefferson Forest, quarterback Josiah Bell, two touchdown runs. Didn't have a ton of yards, but uh, uh, running the ball. But, man, I mean, uh, throwing the ball. He was 16
6: and 19, 221 yards passing. Uh, wow. Hey, Carl, I, I would say, too, in that game, uh, my son Graham, who attended it, uh, he and Dave, Dave photographed it. But um, one of the things Graham mentioned um, regarding that game occurred in the the, the third quarter, uh, where a name that, that you know and I know and a lot of people know, but Easton Ware had two big sacks during the third quarter, which was a real game changer as far as Uh, switching the momentum from it being a tied game. Uh, So shout out to Easton Ware. And I I would say uh, the photos from that game are going to be out on CrunchMVP.com. And one of the things that uh, Dave Anderson, who was the photographer last night, caught was the battle uh, of the bigs that were really going at each other. So uh, that'll be something to go out and take a peek at later.
5: Yeah, we don't often get those, but, you know, uh, Road Trip Anderson, we— we asked him to focus on, really, uh, Brighton-Witt, the center for Jefferson Forest, is outstanding, and Easton Ware, the nose guard for for LCA. We knew that uh, a lot of the game was going to be played through those two, and and uh, and it was. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, I can't wait to see all the photos. Um, also on the night, Jeb Moon, the quarterback for LCA, six for 10, 102 yards and a touchdown. Uh, if you look at the game, though, I mean, uh, total yards – LCA 310 and Jefferson Forest 292. Wow. So really close. All right. We've got uh, some interviews here. Uh, I think Coach Rocco is going to come up first. So let's hear from Coach Rocco.
9: Yeah first of all congratulations tight game at the half they no, really stretched out the good, first half but it they...
13: was a good team yeah they were uh, well, well prepared the things that they did that, that we felt we would you know be able to um, counter with defensive adjustments and whatever that we practiced all week they they still were able to you know, move the ball um, they do, that's what they do. They control the ball. They had very few just like explosive plays, but they just kind of kept it going. You know, we, we felt like, you know, going into the game, we could keep those five and six-yard gains down to two and three yards and we'd be able to make them punt. They, we were, in the first half, we weren't able to do that. We had some just miss assignments, just a little bit out of position, and they were able to make those six-yard ga- six gains instead of two-yard gains, so um, we corrected some things at halftime, I think, And but they're they're a very good team. My hat's off to them. How, how big was Jeb Moon's touchdown? I mean, coming out to kind of make a statement in the second half. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when, when plays are over, I forget what happened. I mean, you have to remind me what Jeb, what Jeb did, but um, you, you know, every, every time somebody has scored on us over the year, we've been able to answer, you know, and so, um, you know, I'm just so Proud of the guys that they have that fight to not get their heads down, and they find a way to keep battling back. How big, how big is it to be able to lock a the Oh yeah, it's, it's huge. You know, we know we, um, yeah, we built this new stadium here this year, and and you know who would have known that you know we'd be hosting every game in the playoffs as long as we can keep winning uh, in our home stadium. So it's good timing, and we're very very thankful to have a facility like this, and, and obviously as you said, wrapping up home field advantage. The team seems to be much deeper than maybe in recent years where everybody's contributing and not just one or two people. How, how much does that help you go to the Yeah, it's great. I mean, ironically, we only have 30 kids on our team, but, you know, they all they all find a way to contribute. Special teams, uh, you alternating in with a, a starter, uh, so we try to keep as fresh as we can. How it feel, District Champs? You guys have been here before, but how's it feel to be back? Yeah, I mean, we're very blessed i mean we've been able to win this thing seminal district three years in a row we coach champs last year but uh i mean this is a you know this is a grind you know the seminal district and to be able to to have done that three years in a row i mean these kids are just just special oh, good thanks frank
3: appreciate it thank, thank you me, coach.
5: coach i tell you you know you're getting a lot of different reporters asking me different questions we jump in at the end and uh, Dave Anderson uh, did a good job jumping in there and catching all that. But, uh, you know, you can hear always hear the excitement in Coach Rocco's voice. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you somebody else who's excited is the Clemson Tigers. Uh, C.J. Spiller, the running back coach, was there last night. Now, he can't talk to uh, Gideon Davidson, but he can come and watch the game and take it all in. And uh, uh, Road Trip Anderson talked to Spiller afterwards and asked him about what he thought he had with uh, with uh, Gideon Davidson. And he said, you know, he's, he's tight. He's, uh, he's not real tall, but he's got big legs. He's strong, mm-hmm. he can make people miss. He's gonna, he's gonna have a great career as long as he stays healthy at Clemson. And they're looking forward to, to having him down there. He's only a junior, he's still got another year of high school. So, um, but um, we actually have a little uh, clip here with Gideon as well. Uh, and so let's let's play that, Captain Morgan.
12: Yes, sir. Come on. So uh four
3: touchdown day, listen
12: to Seminole, I mean how big was it tonight for you guys?
3: Oh, it was amazing. I mean winning a championship is always big, always amazing. I'm glad we did it tonight. And uh
12: We'll see in the coming playoffs what we can do. I saw that uh, CJ Spiller was walking around the sidelines. I mean, I'm uh, sure it meant a lot to you to be able to impress, uh, you know, some future uh, Clemson uh, alumni, right?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, it was a great, uh, great opportunity for him to be here, and
12: uh, I'm glad I was able to do what I do, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm glad. And so, playing in Hampshire Advantage, going throughout the playoffs, you're not going to have to leave, you know, basically this campus uh, for the next month. How big is that for you, for you guys?
3: Oh, uh, it's awesome! It just brings back memories from uh, 2000. I think it's 21 when uh, we did go all, all the way in the, to the states. But um, I'm, I'm excited and I'm glad. It's just it's awesome. It's a good feeling. All
5: right. Any other thoughts? No yes, sir. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I love that. Any other thoughts? Yeah. No sir. That's it. I, I tell you, he's a well-spoken young man. And, uh, you know, he's a great talent. He, he gets stronger as the game goes on. Uh, scored two of his touchdowns in the second half. And um, just, just a, a really good game there. We love to hear from the, from the players and the coaches themselves.
6: Um, you, hey, Carl, you'll have to um, – uh, Dave caught a, um, a great photo of Gideon diving over the top into the end zone, which was uh, quite a picture to see. But um, it, it's interesting as you hear Gideon's voice – it does remind you that he is maybe just a junior. I mean, he still has a very young sound as he's speaking. He speaks very well, but it's interesting. You see him with a helmet on. You know, he he doesn't look like he would be a junior. You see him without his helmet, and you actually see him. You know, listen to him speak. It you do get to the the actual feeling of uh, that he is young. He is a young high school kid. So absolutely, yeah, great. And they get
5: to they get to stay home through the whole playoffs. So. Uh, lucky for them, they they haven't lost there yet. So, uh, whoever's coming to play LCA better better strap it on. Uh, Lord Botatot forty seven to thirteen over Franklin County. Uh, Tristan Overbay had one hundred and forty five yards and a touchdown. Um, Jakari nicely uh, also scored, uh, but he got hurt, as Dave said. So we'll we'll be anxiously waiting to see uh, you know if they just pulled him out of the game or if he's if he's hurt and won't be able to play uh, next week but they certainly need him. Uh, Dean Webb had a couple uh, field goals for Lord Bottetot, 44 yards and 24 yards. Zion Woody had a couple touchdowns Dave mentioned earlier. How about uh, uh, having Mullins uh, for uh, Franklin County, having to step in and play quarterback? Hmm. uh, And did a great job. I mean, he was 10 for 23, 207 yards and a touchdown. Um, He's normally out there catching the ball. He was throwing it. Uh, His favorite target, uh, his wide receiver teammate david casey seven catches for 137 yards and a touchdown Um, mullins also carried the ball eight times for 44 yards but how about this on defense he also was in on nine tackles and
6: had an interception i'm telling you he's 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 something else i mean uh he also plays basketball correct i think i think he does yeah because i remember him as much in basketball but uh emory what do you uh With you being a a Franklin County senior, and so what could you tell us anything about, you know, Haven? Just some, you know, some of your thoughts about him.
8: Uh, Haven, he's a pretty good friend of mine. Smart kid for sure. Uh, He's a hard worker. I know that football is a big passion for him. He loves the game, everything about it. Uh, I know the past few weeks with the team have been, he's been pretty angry about it. I know that for sure. (laughs) But I know last night was especially rough with it being a Franklin County senior night and him being a senior. But, I mean, he plays his heart out and uh, does a really good job. David Casey also, he played his heart out, that's for sure.
5: And they're big guys. They're not little. I mean, mean, he's, what, 6'5", maybe, 6'4"? And uh, Casey's a big dude, too. I mean, 6'1", or 6'2", and they're good athletes. So uh, love hearing from uh, Emery White, dear, a student and uh, on the crew, uh, uh our
6: video crew the head cameraman is what i'm being told head, camera head cameraman, camera guy. the ceo of cameramen yep that's always of, partial to me so. it's just
5: getting better all the time exactly uh but pulaski county 27k spring 20 you heard uh, coach acres earlier that was my game um trevor gallimore 27 carries 130 yards three tds the sophomore quarterback defensive back Bryant nottingham um, four carries for 73 yards Early on, he broke off a long uh, run in the game, and it looked like he was going to go in the score with 70-plus yards, and he fumbled. And they, somebody came from behind, knocked it out, Cave Spring got it back. So you, mm. you wondered how the day would go, but uh, Pulaski hung in there. Chase Lawrence, a big night for Pulaski as well. Five carries, 108 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jackson Steffen for Cave Spring, 19 carries, nearly 100, 96 yards, and a TD. Andrew Browning, Came in and did a good job running the ball for Cave. 11 carries, 37 yards and a TD. Uh, Garrett Lonker, the quarterback, only a sophomore. 10 for 25, 164 yards and a TD. Nice. Um, So the big play really was the second. It was 14, 14 at the half. Uh, Chase Lawrence uh, got that big 86-yard TD run on a pitch and just got a nice block out there from the wide receiver. Um, It was 21-20. Cave Spring uh, came back and scored, uh, missed the extra point, just sailed wide. Wow. And then that's what led to, uh, you know, the late game uh, strategy where actually uh, Cave let Pulaski County score. All right. So they'd have a chance to come back and try to tie it. But Pulas- Pulaski County closed that down uh, with, uh, with less than a minute to play. So um, Tyler Underwood had a big sack for Pulaski County as well. So
6: anyways, good game there. William Bird thirty
5: five, Northside twenty two. This one was close.
6: It was. Yeah. I was surprised not not surprised, but when I saw the score, uh it was it was good to see that it was a hard fought game between both teams.
5: Yeah, the Terriers, uh, trying to secure and, and close out the Blue Ridge title had more than they uh, bargained for. It was fourteen to ten in the third quarter. Uh Izzy Harrison uh had a long touchdown run again to make it mm-hmm. twenty one to ten in the third, and then Walter Bearer, their other uh, really fast uh, running back, uh, scored on a tough TD as well. And that that's how uh, Bird got the win. Uh, Giles, 35, Fort Cheswell, 22. This was a game that TJ and Mike were at. T-Mac. T-Mac was uh, writing the story here. Um, Jackson Parcell, 20 carries, 87 yards, two touchdowns. Um, also two for three, throwing the ball for 44 yards and a TD. Uh, Aaron Miller caught that. Giles scored first and then uh Fort Chiswells, Layton Kennedy, uh marched right back. I mean, he he answered with an eighty-two yard uh, T D on a kick return. Wow. You know, it's amazing how many times a team will score and then give up the ball. Yep. a long touchdown return.
6: Yeah. Uh, that's what happened. Um, I think I heard the uh the train horn. I'm pretty sure I heard it from yeah, Giles I mean, yeah, They're, they're still it.
5: they're still blowing it down yep. there, that's for sure. Um so Kennedy and Melton uh both had um Long touchdown runs, 40 and 41 yards uh, to make it, the game close again. It got to 28-22, but then an onside kick just didn't work out for uh, Fort Chiswell. But uh, Mike did an interview with uh, Coach Quisenberry at Fort Chiswell. So let's hear from Coach Quisenberry. All right. So uh,
11: I'm here with Coach Quisenberry. After the game, it was, what, 36-22? to 22? Yes. You guys were down... 20, 28 to six at halftime, yes. and man, came out with a big rally. You, uh, I noticed you switched to Wildcat mm-hmm. with number seven. Yes, and he was playing hard. And he, he is. He is. He's a dog. He's one of our dogs, and I just kind of made the choice, just to mm-hmm. give it right to him go to work, so. I mean, he had that 82-yard uh, kickoff return in the first yes. half, and he put the jets on, and yes. uh, he was fired up. He looked like he motivated the rest of your players. He does. He, he is kind of the heart and soul when it comes to energy, and everybody rallies around him. Unfortunately, we just didn't didn't wake up until second half there. Yeah, number number 34, he started coming to life there, running hard in the second half. He's a phenomenal kid. He broke 1,000 yards tonight. Oh, he did? So, okay. that was just I'm incredibly proud Proud of him, proud of our line for the, for the work they've done to, to get him to that that milestone. So, yes, yeah, two uh, two very special kids that we got with those two. And number seven, he's kind of soft-spoken in the interview, right. <laughs> but he was a he was a lightning rod out on the field. Yes, he he, he, he he brings the energy, brings the juice, and I've, I love him. It's, that was the the onside kick. Like two or three times, that was crazy. If you had a guy that, I don't know. This would have <laughs> that would have been really interesting. I idea. know. Last week we recovered one of Galax and thought maybe we can make it happen again. But yeah. then then our kicker goes down, so we can throw another kid in there and try to make something happen. And then just it was a wild. There made the fishes earn their pay tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a, a really uh, good effort second half. You guys came back. I know you're proud of the boys. Anybody yes. else that you want to mention that kind of stuck out me? Um, West of Carter Bailey, they, they play their tails off. Um- uh, really proud of those guys, Boston White, Brendan Mabry, Zach Morris. All, all play really hard, and they're playing, you know, 120 snaps, and it's just Ironman football out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I haven't kept up with all of it. Do you, are you playing next week? Yes, we are. It's, okay. My numbers guy yeah, over no, here is kind of crunching. Okay. I think <laughs> we're going to be the seventh. I think we're, gonna be, the seven by I think we're be the number seven seed. Hey, we're by the way, a so. uh, real retreat. One acre tied <laughs> fourth quarter, 34. <laughs> Uh, I bet a lot of coaches are doing this right now, figuring out if they're in or not or what seed they are. But, uh, yeah, it's it's
7: wild. Um,
11: Because I think we had... Four different possibilities of where we were going to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so if you beat them. They beat them, who, Your PowerPoint guys, rider points, all this different stuff. So. Well, congratulations, though. Thank you. Great I appreciate y'all's it's coverage. Sure. It's awesome. awesome. All right, see. our kids. That's the highlight of their Fridays or Thursdays. Just seeing who's character player of the week, scout teamer of the week, all that stuff. So oh, great. That's good. It's, it's <laughs> really good. All right.
5: I tell you, we really appreciate uh, T-Max stepping in there, getting a great interview from Coach Quisenberry, and uh, you know, I love to hear that part about you know the kids really look forward to seeing who the character player is, who the scout team player is, who their player of the week is, unsung hero. The coach provides all of that, yeah. so I think it's meaningful because the coach is recognizing kids on his team, and we really appreciate that. That's what that's what the crunch is all about. Hey, and I'll
6: I'll say this too, Carl. It's a uh... Great to hear T-Mac's voice back out there. Great to hear him posing the questions and getting the answers. And um, thanks, Mike, for uh, being a good friend and stepping in.
5: Uh, Another great game, Narrows 47-19 over Bath County. Bath County was undefeated. Uh, Narrows wins the Pioneer District with this. Bath was only allowing three points a game. Gave up 47 in Narrows. How about that? Uh, Quarterback uh, Collier uh, Pruitt... Uh, two touchdowns, um, just, I mean, you know, he started the season at wide receiver. Yep. He's played running back. He's played quarterback. He's just a fantastic athlete, really a good basketball player as well. We love his shot, don't
6: we, Jerry? We do, yep. And I tell you, if you're looking for a an all-purpose football player, basketball, any, he's an athlete. I think you could put him at any position, and he would perform – way above your expectations, so a great kid, great Ab- family.
5: Absolutely, good leader. Uh, James Campbell, the quarterback for uh, Bath County, uh, scored and made it a 7-6 game, Bath County's lead early on. Um, you know, Narrows, Levi Smith got an interception. Um, so, you know, back and forth it went. It was it was tied at 13 at one point. Um, so, you know, again, uh, the green wave really stepped on the gas uh, in the second half. And uh, really pulled away. Uh, some other games uh, that caught our attention: Grayson County 20 to 14 over Galax. Uh, again, Grayson County bouncing back. That was
6: the old backyard brawl. I mean, those counties are right beside each other: Galax, Grayson. So that was probably probably quite a game over there.
5: Yeah, and uh, you know those coaches know each other really well, so I'm sure that was uh, that was a good one to watch. E.C. Glass 43, Rushburg 34. This one was interesting. Uh, Marshawn Rosser, uh, took the opening kickoff 85 yards. There you go. Make it six to nothing. And then Michael Thomas, uh, scored on a three yard TD back. This was also a back and forth affair. Uh, I guess the defense was on vacation this week because (laughs) they scored a lot of points. Um, uh, Tavion Carter also, who was our player of the week for, for, uh, the Lynchburg area, the crunch player of the week last week also, uh, kicked in a touchdown as well. So uh, congratulations to Glass. Tough win, 43-34 at Rustburg. So both those teams will be in the playoffs, so we look forward to seeing how they'll do. Gretna, man. Gretna had to really hang on against William Campbell. Yep. 25-21. Coach Brogan does a good job over there with uh, the generals at William Campbell, and uh, Gretna uh, is really having a good season. So it'll be interesting to see how far they go in the postseason. Uh, Alta Vista got down to Chatham, uh, pretty bad early on, but came back, but just couldn't come all the way back. Uh, lost 34-28 out to Vista against having a, a really good season. And then, uh, Jimmy, your game, uh, Patrick Henry 59 to nothing over Hidden Valley. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on there. All right, we're going to go over the scores again. We've been talking a lot about some of the games. Um, I'm going to let Jimmy go over the scores, so go to it, Jimmy.
6: Well, here we go again for Week 11. We had Smith Mountain Lake 42, Isles of White 0, Meadowbridge, 30, Craig County, 14. Narrows, 47, Bath County, 19. Grayson County, 28, Galax, 14. Giles, 36, Fort Chiswell, 22. Patrick County, 43, James River, zero. Gretna, 25, William Campbell, 21. Chatham, 34, Alta Vista, 28. Glenver, 49, Carroll County, seven. Pulaski County, 27, Cave Spring, 20. William Byrd, 35, Northside, 22. Allegheny 61, Floyd County 18, Heritage 32, Brookville 8, Liberty Christian Academy 35, Jefferson Forest 14, E.C. Glass 43, Russburg 34, Amherst County 49, Liberty Bedford 6, uh, Salem gets a forfeit over Blacksburg, Lord Botatop 48, Franklin County 13, Patrick Henry 59, Hidden Valley 0, George With 56, Auburn 7, Eastern Montgomery 46, Twin Valley 20, uh, North Cross 49, Potomac School 0, and William Fleming 28, Stanton River 0. Uh, and there you have it for week 11. All right, I
5: appreciate that, Jimmy. I, I want to cover the top 10 coming into this weekend uh, games. I like to uh, put this out there just kind of so you kind of know where our teams stand in the state. And this is based on points, and this is really uh, dictates kind of the position that these these teams get and who they play in the playoffs so again this is prior to last night's games but um, in group 1a Honeakers 9 and 0 number one number two was essex 9 and 0 three sussex central 8 and 1 on the year number four grayson county 8 and 1 alta vista coming into last night was 7 and 2 and number five in the in the state in 1a bath county number six at 9 and 0 uh, tied with Brunswick, who's seven and two, also at number six. Eight, Rye Cove, eight and one. <coughs> Excuse me. Number nine, George With six and three. Uh, ten, Narrows, seven and two. And number 11, Galax. I threw Galax in there at number 11 because uh, they're right on the edge at six and three. Hmm. So, nice. two A. Uh, we had number one, Radford, uh, ten and 2's uh Central Woodstock. Three, Union. Four, Riverheads. Got to watch Riverhead. You do, always. River, Rivers Riverhead's got a forfeit this week. I saw, so I'm surprised that didn't happen more.
6: <laughs> it is surprising.
5: Tough as air. Um, Graham, uh, number five. Pagotsians, number six. Uh, Gretna, seven. Strasburg, eight. Fort Defiance, nine. Buckingham County, ten. And Glenver comes in at number
6: eleven. Glenver's <laughs> hanging in there. Yeah, they got a big win last night over Carroll County, so. Um, uh, nice to see all the local teams still, you know, hanging around in there. And, uh, we're looking forward to as many of them being in the playoffs as the, that starts next week. That's right.
5: Group 3A We had Thomas Jefferson out of Richmond. Number one, uh, bumped LCA off at number two. I think LCA will be back since they beat Jefferson Forest uh, this weekend at number one, uh, number three and three A's kettle run Forest, Turner Ashby, five Magna Vista, six Brentsville district. Seven's William Byrd, eight, Hopewell, nine, Rusberg, ten, Spotswood, and at number 11, Lord Botetourt. Okay. 4A, it's Phoebus at number one, King George two, Warhill three, Jefferson Forest was at four, Verina five, Tuscarora six, seven, Salem.
6: It's hard for me. <laughs> Tuscarora. <laughs> Sorry, I got to get that in there.
5: Salem was at seven, John Champ eight. Number nine is Huguenot, and number 10 is Churchland. 5A, we had Mari at number one, Kings Fork two, Green Run three, Patrick Henry uh, Roanoke uh, at number four, uh, Louisa County five, Matoka six, Warwick seven, Briarwoods eight, Nansum River nine, and Frank Cox 10. And then group 6A, number one, Thomas Dale, two, Highland Springs, three, Freedom, um, Prince William, four, Mountain View, five, James Madison, six, Washington Liberty, seven, South Lakes, eight, Colonial Forge, nine, Battlefield, and 10, Manchester. All right, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, When we come back, I know you guys have been waiting for this. We're going to have the Jimmy thing. Uh, Yeah, looking forward to the Jimmy thing. It's going to be a good one. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. CIAA football is back in Salem.
4: The Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association Football Championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the Salem Civic Center box office, or you can get them at the gate on Game Day.
5: At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. What's
3: the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bug Man. The official name? Heliomorpha halos, commonly known as the brown stink bug, arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out...
4: P.U. Something stinks.
3: If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200.
5: Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you.
12: Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air Apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air's Certified Trade Apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since 1950. Forty-six. Apply today at Southern Air Online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia.
5: All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. Uh, people wait for this part of the show all week, not just during the show. They, they want to know who Jimmy is going to feature in the Jimmy thing. And uh, I tell you what, he pulled off a coup
6: today. He? Yeah, really. I, it, it's a first. It's the first time we've done this. Wow. Now, last week, as you know, uh, when we did the Jimmy thing, we uh, <laughs> did a little fun with, uh, even though Coach Randy wasn't here, we, we had Carl give us what we thought Coach Randy's answers would be. So Did I
5: sound like Coach?
6: You did. and okay. it, The only thing that was let me missing was the limit. Yeah, if that yeah, would have been there. So. Let me tell you something. And, um, so the other thing, which is something that everybody misses with the Jimmy thing, in which Carl and I were just talking about it, we really wish we would have taped Coach Randy singing the Jimmy Thing intro, which the theme is... theme song. It's not even anything any of us in here could even attempt to copy or replicate. So, uh, Coach, get back. Next time you're here, we're going to tape it uh, just so we can have it. And but, all
5: the cats and dogs in the neighborhood are wondering, Yeah, you know, where.
6: Especially with this cold weather, that really would have warmed them up a little here hearing, uh, hearing him say, uh, you know...
3: Jimmy, Jimmy,
6: Jimmy. <laughs> I can't even do it. So listen, let's get to the Jimmy thing today. And we're uh, fortunate to have Emery White here with us. And Emery is a senior at Franklin County High School. He's also the head cameraman for the Crunch High School Sports Game of the Week with Dave Ross. So Emery, uh, appreciate you uh, agreeing to go through my little yes, exercise sir. of the Jimmy thing. Okay. So Emory, right. here's... Here's our first question, and these are the questions that we uh, ask people throughout uh, the football season. I've, I've asked uh, football players, volleyball players. Uh, so now I'm getting uh, the lead cameraman for, uh, you know, the Crunch High School Sports Game of the Week. So, Emery, so here's the question. So uh, the first question that I would pose is that are you more of a chocolate or vanilla guy when it comes to ice cream?
8: For sure, vanilla. Oh, ah, man, definitely.
6: What is the ratio so far? Well, we know? vanilla is winning. Vanilla's winning. Okay. And I will say, with you trying to throw uh, Coach Randy doing the swirl <laughs> <laughs> last week, so which is not an option, Emory, just so you know. No, no, no. So okay, good. all right, all right. And then the second question would be, uh, Emory, our listeners would want to know, uh, what is your favorite vegetable?
8: Uh, it might be a little weird, but Asparagus.
5: <laughs> Oh, I like asparagus. that.
6: You, you may be our first asparagus. And that's not weird. That's, that's not weird. Oh,
5: Captain it's, Morgan's it's voting it, for asparagus. Yep. Yeah,
6: there you go. Yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Dave may have had it a time or two. And then um, the third question has to do with their sponsor, Bellasinos, which I'm appreciative that they sponsor the Jimmy thing. But um, so, Emery, when you go in Bellasinos, are you more of a pizza guy or a grinder guy?
8: Pizza, for sure. Pizza, for sure. What's your toppings?
6: Yeah, what's a topping?
8: Sausage and black olives. Oh, man, that's quite a combo. yeah. yeah. Wow. Nice,
6: nice. And then, Emory, the last question is a chance for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about who Emory White is. So, Emory, what's an interesting fact um, that you could share with our listeners that is able to be put on the radio um, something that something that's you know unusual or, or you know maybe an accomplishment or something you're proud of as far as what's something Emery White has done that you could share that maybe a lot of people don't know about. Um, one thing,
8: I mean, I've I've been playing the bass guitar for the past Ooh. five years. I Ooh. love it. Love everything about it. Um, it's definitely a huge part of my life with music and everything. And then, uh, it's just something to do. Really nice, a nice hobby.
6: Now, let me say this, only because I've, uh, my wife has a band and she has a bass drummer. Well, I'm just saying the (laughs) bass drummer always used to say this and I, I never really understood it until I saw him do it. But I'm going to ask you, have you ever slapped the bass? Oh yeah. There you go, baby. All right. Good. So listen, that's Emory White, he's a senior with Franklin County High School. And, Emory, we appreciate you being here with us this morning, and also I appreciate you uh, taking part in the Jimmy thing. And there you have it from Emory White. Nice job. Yeah, so a quick shout-out and thanks to uh, Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. I would encourage you all to visit the Roanoke and uh, Daleville location. Uh, go in and thank them for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. And thanks to the Fortners. And again, thanks to Emery White. So there you go. That's my Jimmy thing. Way to go. Way Very nice. Go. <laughs> I,
5: You know, I see a bass uh, theme song coming up. And, Ooh,
6: uh, a little slapping of the bass. <laughs> I, I knew he, if he loves the bass, I knew he would know what slapping the bass was. So that's pretty cool.
5: Well, that's great. I'm still trying out for the band uh, singing. Yeah. My wife says it's going to be a
6: long <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a while before you make it, York. But yeah. listen, hey. you, you'll get in before I do. I can tell no, you that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's good to know. There you go.
5: All right. So uh, one thing that's happened this, uh, actually happened this week, we want to talk about that uh, uh, we do. I meant to talk about it earlier when we we're talking about volleyball, but we need to We need to uh, talk about this a little bit. Uh, coach uh, Carla Pond over at uh, Hidden right. Valley, a uh, great coach at, 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 uh, for the volleyball team, stepped down. Yep, and um, hated to see that, but I mean that's a personal decision for her and right. her daughter's a fantastic player that's committed to Kansas State out there, and uh, uh, we don't know the details really. No, we
6: don't, but it's uh, it's it's for personal reasons, is what we were we read about and we're told so. Anyway, we just wish uh, her well. Wish the team continued success as they strive towards a three A state championship in volleyball.
5: Very good. All right. We want to make sure and mention that. All right. It's time for the uh, grade eight debate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Week 11. Uh, last week's uh, grade eight. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Last week's uh, little drum roll. Last week's grade eight was uh, number eight, Narrows. Number seven, Russberg. Six was Patrick Henry. Five was William Bird. Four, Salem. Three, Radford. Two, Jefferson Forest. And number one, LCA. You'll notice that Jefferson Forrest and LCA played each other this week so uh, with LCA coming out on top. So that changed mine up a little bit. This week, for me, the top eight. Let's have that drum roll again there. Mm,
6: Nice, Captain.
5: Very good, Captain. Uh, Number eight, for me, Lord Botetot's back into my number eight at eight and two. Uh, Narrows um, is seven at eight and two. Patrick Henry's nine and one at six. William Bird's number five, nine and one also. Number four, Jefferson Forest dropping after their loss to LCA. They're also nine and one. Salem's number three, nine and one. Radford, 10 and 0 is my number two. And I'm telling you, they're not moving off the top for me until you beat them. LCA, nine and 0, finished the regular season uh, with that big win over Jefferson Forest. So, all right, quickly, we'll go around the room uh, Dave, the boss, Ross, what do you think about my grade
7: eight? They're pretty good, but it's it's hard to, uh, you know, you got P.H. and William Byrd down a little ways, but uh, they will have the ability to make things up because uh, playoff action will come and that could affect some of the grade eight.
5: Oh, it will affect it for sure. Well said, Dave. Good call out, but I mean, I don't know... You say they're down a little bit. For me, they're at 6 and 5, Patrick Henry 6, Birds 5. Who do you move them ahead of? Uh, you got Jefferson 4, Salem, Radford, Nelson. It would Salem, be, it Radford, be difficult
7: Nelson. to do it, but still, they, they deserve a tremendous amount of credit, as do all of the grade 8, and I salute you for that.
5: Absolutely. We appreciate that. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Thang, what do you got? Yeah,
6: well, York, it seems as though you've... Uh got a little got a little wiser this week as far as you know moving some teams around where uh, you definitely uh, are correct in having Liberty Christian Academy which is still the undefeated team that is still marching towards the 3a state championship and so uh, you know coach Rocco would be very happy that he's still there Uh, Radford I think is appropriate that they should be at second and I have no problem with the move of Salem and Jefferson Forest because Salem was much closer to beating LCA than Jefferson Forest was as far as the scores concerned. And I'm good with how you have it. I don't, I'm, I'm so good that with it. You didn't change anything. <laughs> yeah, all I mean, that talk. It was you... hard for me to agree with you, so yeah. to go all that way. But I, I concur your selections, and I would say that you finally got it right. So
5: officially
6: <laughs> you agree. Officially, I agree. agree And I'm just saying you finally have gotten it right. Oh, you didn't like
5: my picks last last
6: week? Well, I told you last week you had a couple of them out of order, but you listened to me and now they're in order. That's where that's where you're wrong. So that's where (laughs) I would like you to agree that you're agreeing with me that you were wrong last week. No, I think I was right last week. And that's week. exactly what I assumed you would yeah. say.
5: I, 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 I stick by my grade eight, As and would, uh, we yeah. we disagree from time to time. But it's hard to move eight in there and, and leave some. I mean, Christiansburg's right on the edge. Russburg's right on the edge for me. Uh, there are many right on the, the cusp of coming into the grade eight. But, uh, you know, it's for fun, and we think, uh, at least I think, this is the best eight, and sounds like the guys agree with me this week. All right, I want to spend uh, a little time here with uh, projected playoff matchups. Uh, so I want to hear from you guys if you, uh, what you think about. And I'll start with, uh, I'm just going to do the, the crunch teams and um, their uh, region uh, and, and see what you guys think. But uh, if something strikes you, let me know. Uh, we'll start with 5C. Uh, number one in five seatss Patrick Henry, uh, which has had a great season. they're going to play number eight Mills Godwin um,
6: that's, I, that, that that's good to hear. I had a chance to speak with Coach Fiddler last night and uh, so so that is confirmed they do have no 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 this uh, is my oh. projection. oh, it's your projection. So one of the things he did comment on last night, Coach Fiddler was he was hoping they would play a team that had to travel here, meaning that he hoped they didn't turn around and play William Fleming that is, you know, 10 minutes away. He said he was hoping, you know, that there would be. So if your projection's right, I know Coach Fiddler's going to be be glad about that.
5: Yeah, that, that'll be an advantage. Uh, certainly that bus ride can take something out of you. Uh, number four, Hermitage at number five, Douglas Freeman. Number three, Matoka at number six, Elsie Bird. And then number two, Louisa County at William Fleming. That's an interesting
6: one. Mm, yeah, that would be.
5: Louisa County is the team that Salem's run into the last few years. Right. And, they got great athletes. Uh, they're out of Mineral, which is a really a growing area, right in between Charlottesville and, and Richmond, and uh, they play great football. So it'll be interesting to see how the Colonels of William Fleming and Louisa County square up in in five C. Uh, Louisa County has moved has moved up into five.
7: And uh, this is good because Emory's here. Louisa County is where Ken Kalinski. Is that who, uh, of course, was the oh, guy who started right. uh, this yeah. this group.
5: Yeah, the the video group over at Franklin County. So uh, that's right. He's running a, the show over there, right? Right.
7: It's on. They do the same thing. Yep.
5: Yep. I, I actually saw him at a game there, and he was uh, marching around giving orders. So I'm, I'm sure Emery's seen that before. Um, but really, a, a, a good guy, and uh, really appreciate him starting the show. All right, four D go down to 4-D. Again, these are just the crunch teams that we're talking about. Uh, we we're projecting Jefferson Force at number one, playing Liberty Bealton. Number eight. Number four, Millbrook at number five, Hanley. Number three, E.C. Glass at number six, Rando. That should be a good one. And then number two, Salem at uh, number seven, uh, G.W. Danville. Okay. So, you know, if if, again, if that's right, and Salem and, and Glass both win, we could have another a rematch, match baby. We yep. could have another matchup between EC Glass and Salem, uh, which I'm sure uh, they're both looking forward to that if that happens. Um, all right, let's go down to three C. Uh, number one LCA at number eight Fluvanna, uh, number four Rustburg at number five Allegheny. Three. Mm, that should that would be a
6: that would be a game right there, rustburg Allegheny. Yeah,
5: Allegheny is really since they combined Covington and. Allegheny, uh, they've become a real juggernaut there. They, they've got a lot of good athletes and are playing really well. So, Rustburg-Allegheny would be a good one. Spotswood, number three, six, Monticello. Uh, number two, Turner Ashby at number seven, Heritage. I would not sleep on a Brad Bradley team. Hmm. He's at seven, and Turner Ashby's really good, but I'm telling you, I would not bet against Brad Bradley. I agree. I mean, he can, he can get a lot out of his kids. 3D, we got Magna Vista, number one, at number eight, Stanton River. That'll be a good one. Uh, For Christiansburg at number five, Abingdon, they played earlier. They
6: this did, year. yep. But uh, you know, as you know, different team with Christiansburg now.
5: Absolutely had some injuries. Tanner Evans is out, and uh, Matt Annis, uh I, Hopefully he'll be back. But uh, again, good ball club there at Christiansburg. Number three, Lord Botata at number six, Bassett. Number two, William Bird at number seven, Pulaski
6: County. Ooh, and and that 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 would be. I think that's a game there. Absolutely. I really do. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Two uh, C down to Division Two. We got number one Radford at eight James River, uh, number four Appomattox at five uh, Chatham, number three Glenver at six Patrick County, and then number two Gretna at number seven Floyd. Mm, okay. So again, uh, some good possible second round matchups there. Um, you know that Radford Appomattox if if the the teams that are ranked higher win. That would be a, another good rematch. Um, you know, Glenburg Retina. That's always a good game. If, if, if again, if the higher seeds win, if we have our projections right. All right, let's go to one D. We got Honeaker at uh, Rural Retreat, number one versus eight, uh, number four Twin Springs, and number five Grundy. Number three Patrick Henry Glade Springs at number six Chilhowie, number two Rye Cove at number seven East Side. No no crunch teams there, but that's yep. certainly uh, teams in our area. Uh, 1C, we had number one, Grayson County, at number eight, Giles. Number four, Bath County, just lost their first game at number five, Galax. That'll be a battle. That would be. Number three, George Wythe, at number six, Perry McClure. And then number two, Narrows, at, at number seven, Fort Chiswell. A couple crunch teams there going out. Yep, after.
6: right at each other, right?
5: Uh, 1B, we got Sussex Central at uh, number eight, Buffalo Gap. Number four, William Campbell at number five, Franklin. Uh, Number three, Brunswick at six, Surrey. Uh, Number two, Alta Vista at number seven, Rappahannock. So again, William and Campbell, William Campbell and Alta Vista both making, uh, at least in our projections, the playoffs. And uh, we look forward to seeing how they'll do. So that's uh, really our area teams. Those are the teams that that are crunch teams that uh, we think will make it into the playoffs. But again, they're, they're, Doing all the math right now, trying to figure out, uh, you know, who belongs and who does. And and I'm telling you, uh, this formula. I don't know if Dave's Dave's been around it. I've been around it, it. It it can surprise you sometimes.
7: Yeah. Well, you get like I say, you get in the playoffs, and you always have some surprises. That's the thing about it. You know, you'll have teams that oh, the, such and such going to roll over this team, and then. The team they're supposed to roll over beats that other team. So yeah. I mean, those are the kind of things you can you can have, which makes playoff time, I think, interesting.
5: Absolutely.
6: Well
7: said, Dave.
5: I think <laughs> uh, you know the 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 games that I most I'm most looking forward to. I think it'll be most competitive. I I really think Louisa County and William Fleming is going to be a good one.
6: Pulaski Bird, Pulaski
5: yep. William Bird is another another good one, certainly. Uh, I think Salem G W Danville. That's always a good game. Um, Rustburg Allegheny, we talked about that. Turner Ashby Heritage, uh, that one could be a dogfight. Uh, Magna Vesta better not sleep on Stanton River. Uh, Stanton River is really a tough team and, and they play hard. Um, also, I think uh, Gretton and Floyd County might be an interesting matchup. Grayson County Giles, uh, again, run heavy teams. I mean, they go after each other. Bath County Galax is really an interesting one for me. Uh, Narrows Fort Chiswell, also something that, uh, a game that, uh, that can be a challenge. And then William Campbell Franklin, I like that one as well. So, Mm. anyways. um, All right. So, um, one of the, you know, we didn't do it at the beginning of the show, but I want to bring it up now with a group because I think this is an interesting thing. I've been talking with some of the coaches and talking about, um, you know, we've been doing a question at the beginning of the show. And, uh, you know, I want to I want to pose it to our listeners now, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. But you know, so much is put into wins and losses. You know, the fans like to see who wins. You right. know, if you keep winning, you win a state championship. So it's all about who has more points at the end of the game, as it should be. But I I would like to pose a question or or, or a statement that's really more about. Uh, sports is more, there's more ways to measure success than points. Um, so, you know, all the fans, the true fans are like, no, there's the only way, you know, the only way you measure who wins is by the score. But I would pose, or I would put out there that I think that there's lots of ways to win. Uh, certainly, it depends on, in my, as I think about it, it depends on, for instance, maybe how far a team comes, you know, maybe they're not as talented as some of the other teams. Maybe they're not going to get the win. Maybe they're not going to get any wins, but okay. they've improved over the season. I think that's a, a success. I think that um, teams that grow, that grow together, that, that work more as a team than when they started is a success. I think that teams that learn a lot about themselves Uh, that enjoy playing the sport. I think there's success in that. I don't think it all has to be about the final score um, because as we always say, 50% of the teams lose or win every Friday night. That is correct. And and so, um, you know, so what's interesting to me is, you know, I always take what we do here and what the coaches do and what the kids do and try to apply it to the next phase of their life. They're going to go to work for somebody. They're going to go out and get a job. They need to be able to learn how to win, how to lose, how to right. do it with respect, how to um, treat each other w- in a way that um, you know y- you know you have to t- tip tip your hat. You have to tip your hat to somebody who's who's won, who's beat you that night. And uh, it can't all be you know all in or all win or all lose situation. In my opinion. So what do you what do you think about that, Jim? We'll start with you, Jimmy.
6: Well, it's a. Uh, it, I, I think you pose a good question, York. I mean, I, I know that it's a, it's a great lesson to learn. You know that, it, that there's much more to than just winning. And I mean, but, but I, I do know that it's, just for me. I mean, it, it comes down to so much of it. Of you know, the win is so important. However, you know, we, we know having. Lived and worked that you know winning isn't everything, so i mean there's there's a lot to be said about um you know some of these teams where i'm I've been glad to see them where they were had the opportunity to really run up the score and, and they chose not to right and i mean I think that's a a lesson that you know m- that may seem odd to them maybe at, at in the high school age, but it is a it's a lesson that you know uh, and I don't want to say mercy's the right thing, but, but it is, uh, there's a lot to be said about mercy to be had. So so those are just some of my thoughts on Well, that. you
5: know, my dad used to say the sun don't shine on the same dog all the time. All the time, <laughs> yeah.
6: I think <laughs> so, your dad you know, said it a little differently, but I...
5: <laughs> you're going to be up. Sometimes you're going to be down sometimes. So, right. you know, you got to learn to to win with dignity and lose with dignity. And, and uh, I think that's really important about sports. I think that's one of the lessons you learn is that, um, you know, there has to be some respect for playing, for, for being a part of a team and, uh, you know, moving forward with that. How about you, Dave? What, what, what's your take on this?
7: Well, I think what you learn is uh, with winning is what you want to do. You're going out there to win the game. But if you do lose, you need to learn that, well, guess what? not always going to be a winner and uh, the next time you go out to win and one of the things and it will give me a chance to to plug the group Emory and the fine group that do this is Mm -hmm. that so much times you know uh, people make you know maybe a comment to me hey you're doing a great job or this or that well guess what the ones who deserve the credit and it's through all my career, are the folks behind the camera. Behind the scenes. The folks, you know, uh, and and not trying to be funny. the You know, the Mike Morgans, the Randys and all that who, you know, without them, let's face it, we're done. So that's, that's why you've got to give credit where credit is due and the same way on, uh, you know, football teams. Linemen don't get as much credit. Right. As, is due and uh, you know without a good line hang it up.
5: Yeah. Those are good call outs. I mean, you know, every sport has those folks, the the backbone really of the team. Um so I mean it's it's one of those things where uh it's just the nature of the sport. They don't get a lot of attention, but the team knows if they're not good, right, if they're not doing their job, you're not gonna be successful. I don't care how good you are. So and I would say, you know, a Gideon Davidson or a Peyton Lewis or somebody would be quick to credit their line. So, right. All right. Uh, so, uh, really a great show today. Really appreciate everybody hanging in there with us. I uh, want to thank former Christiansburg and current athletic director, head coach Tim Cromer. Um, uh, really appreciate his uh, legend uh, interview. Uh, great show today. want to thank uh, special thanks go out to Pulaski County head coach uh, Cam Akers. Really enjoyed uh, the talk with him earlier in the first hour um tune in next week you know we'll have our normal features the jimmy thing will be back uh as always our grade eight debate will go on i'm sure it'll be a debate that's for sure our um uh don't forget to check out our game of the week we're not sure what game it is because you know we haven't decided uh where the crew needs to go and what they're going to do maybe Emery uh And Dave will help us decide that after the show, but um, make sure you tune in because I'm sure it'll be a great game. Mm -hmm. Again, thanks to all you fine folks for listening. Without you, there'd be no show. We humbly appreciate your time. For Captain Morgan, Dave Ross, Emory White, so glad to have Emory with us today. uh, And Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York. Keep crunching. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all all for him.
9: him. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future.
5: Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org.
2: The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A hey, Rondé Football players know a lot about building.
9: At the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day.
2: And our former Cavalier
9: teammate, Walt Deary, at Pittman Construction knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up.
2: Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. What's the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bug Man. The
3: official name? Heliomorpha halos, commonly known as the brown stink bug, arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out...
4: P.U. Something stinks.
3: If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200. CIAA football is back in Salem. The Central Intercollegiate
4: Athletic Association Football Championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the Salem Civic Center box office, or
2: you can get them at the gate, on game day.